You're listening to the Pajama Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis Romerl. I'm so excited for you to be here and learn with me today. Grab a notebook and a pen, and let's get down to business. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pajama Pack Podcast. We are in our April series, which I can't believe that it's already April. 2020 is honestly flying by, um, and Today, we will start talking about our new topic, which is how to work from home. Unfortunately, across the globe, we are still facing the coronavirus crisis, and this has caused a lot of panic because many corporations are forcing their employees to work from home. If you're like me, you love it, and it's your dream, Um, but if you're like some other people that I know, um, it's causing you a lot of anxieties, and you're kind of struggling with how to go about that. I ran a poll at the end of the March series on my Instagram stories, and it came up that a lot of people were really, really interested in how to work from home and learning from professionals that work from home constantly throughout the year, um, not just during this crisis, to kind of hear some tips and tricks on how to get things a little bit more organized. I have been working from home for, I think I'm going on my fourth week um, coming up on Monday, and I can honestly say that the first couple of days I was really struggling. Um, I was very anxious and angry with my family, and I felt like I really had no escape, and it was possible that it was just like from the shock of the coronavirus, like hitting Missouri, but I think that now that it's become kind of a norm, I'm really starting to embrace it. And so these are my tips. I'm not a professional work from home person. Um, I in no way have done it, but I did take classes online in college every once in a while. And I think that as an athlete, I had to learn how to structure my time when I was traveling while we were in season. And because of that, I've kind of taken some of those lessons and brought them here during this season of life. And some of them are pretty simple, but some of them require a lot of discipline. I remember there was one time when I was sitting on the bus and I had to write like a 10 page paper or something. And it was just, we were about to go into the postseason and I was like so stressed out just like because we were traveling a lot and I was missing my family and Aaron was in hockey season. And so like we were just kind of going all over the place and I did not want to write this paper and we were on the bus so the wi-fi kind of already sucks on the bus I don't know if you guys have ever you know taken a a cross-country trip on a bus but it sucks and I was sitting in my bus seat and I was like okay Lexi if you can just write for 15 minutes you can take a five minute break and I did that in intervals over and over and over again and every five every 15 minutes I would take a five minute break talk to my teammates and then once that five minute break was over I would put my headphones back in and start writing and it honestly didn't even take me that many shifts because I knew that I had something to look forward to after the 15 minutes was over I could talk to my friends and see what they were doing and maybe get a snack, maybe go to the bathroom. And that is something that I've learned that's important to me is like to allow myself rewards and to allow myself breaks. Um, I'll get into more of that in a few minutes, but these lessons that I learned while I was traveling as an athlete are super duper important right now during this time of working from home. But before I get into that, um, I do want to tell you guys, I know last week I 
was talking about how I was going to start a new program. Erin and I have really been thinking about how we're going to serve the job seeking community right now. And we came up with a new program and it's incredibly low ticket. You can split it into two payments, which is really nice. Um, but instead of covering everything and making it like a six to eight week training, it's going to be a one week training on the topic that you think you need to refine the most. So you can do networking strategy, cover letter writing, resume writing, sales conversations, or interview skills. And I threw in networking and sales conversations because I know a lot of women who are trying to like get into the online space and sell on the online space. And because I had a lot of sales classes when I was in college, I learned a lot and I have a lot of my notes left over. And so I put those into a training just like in case you're, you're curious about that. Like I said, this program is incredibly low ticket and you can split it into two payments. So instead of spending a large chunk of your money while you might not be working. I think that this is something that can serve basically everyone. I don't know if you guys have seen those Peloton commercials, but they're super inspiring to me because it's a Peloton is really expensive and they market it in a way that you can pay like $50 a month. It's it's like an enormous number of months that you pay $50. Their tagline is something like it's not made for everyone, but it's for everyone or I don't know, something about how like anyone can purchase it because of these these payment plans. And I think that everything should be like that. I think that everything, all trainings should be accessible to all kinds of people of all walks of life, of all levels of intelligence, of everything. And I think that if people want to invest in themselves, they should have that opportunity I was talking with Madison Fougere um, the other day who was on our podcast last week and she has been putting out some really awesome content on her Instagram and she went on this like huge rant the other day about investing in yourself and as a small business owner, especially in the online space, like you have no choice but to invest in yourself. You have to pay for your um, like your state licensing and like all of your programs that you use every like everything that I make my podcast through like I have to pay for all of that and my email list I have to pay for all of that and that's like a no-brainer like obviously we would invest in that because we know that that's what's going to make our business run but when it comes to a growth mindset and like making yourself learn and forcing yourself to sit down and learn something new nobody wants to pay any side of any kind of money for that and it's so strange like if you're gonna invest in a college degree that's like that's like upwards of 80 grand that you're investing in your education and yeah you learn like a bunch of super awesome things and you get a certificate at the end that they call a degree and it's all wonderful and I did it and all my friends do it and my husband did it and it's important to society but sitting down and taking a class from a professional or sitting down and having a conversation about interview skills or networking strategy or any of that like that's not taken seriously and we're just not sure why. And so Madison had a really cool story and and I'd really like to get her to come back on here and talk about it. But like she invested in herself for so long that she now has the confidence to sell all of that, that that knowledge that she's learned and she's making a living on it. And 
in my program, you can refine all of your skills from your resume to your interview, like everything for less than a thousand dollars, which is, I paid 80 grand to go to business school to learn all of this. And you could potentially earn a job for 50 or 60 K. And I think that people get scared to invest in themselves because they're scared of the outcome. But once you have those skills, like no one can take that away from you. And I think that's what Madison was talking about. Like once you learn all of this, it's in your brain forever. And it's something that you can use in in everyday life, whether it's, you know, learning how to have an a productive conversation with someone, or maybe it's a writing strategy that you go on to write a book and you make millions. Like you never really know what could come of it. And so that's why we encourage learning. And especially right now, I encourage learning to the highest degree. If you're sitting and you're watching Netflix, like that's great. That's a great break for your brain, but how are you making yourself better? So I will get off of my soapbox, but I just... I really encourage you to learn. I just opened up a new Facebook group called Bold Professionals Network and I'll put the link in the show notes, but I want you to go and join the group and bounce ideas off of each other, talk about things that you're working on, talk about your dreams, your aspirations. Um, You will learn that people are incredibly knowledgeable, especially on the online space, which is something that is so new to me, especially. Also, if you're like, Lexi, I don't have the capital right now to invest in myself. I do have some free resources on my website. Um, The the course Shake Off ATS Stress will be free forever. And so you can go check that out. Madison also just opened up a low ticket program that she was talking about on the previous podcast with her support groups and her virtual support groups. So I would definitely encourage you to go check those out too. Okay, so let's get down to the reason that we are actually all here, which is tips and tricks on how to work from home. This is super important. The one thing that I am missing, which I want to pull in another professional to talk about this sometime this month, and I haven't really decided who I'm going to talk to yet, but I don't have any kids, and I've learned from my Facebook friends that Working from home when you have kids is not the same as working from home when you don't have kids. So my knowledge is someone who doesn't have kids. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. If you do have children, I'm not really sure how all of this will pan out for you. Number one, make a to-do list the night before. This is something that I do at my office and I do at home because I need a little bit of structure when I get down to my desk the next morning. So change it in the morning if you have to. And it doesn't have to be the same kind of routine you have at home as when you have a routine in the office. When I go to work like in a regular time, which is so weird to say, but when I am going into my office every day, I wake up at seven and I work out for like 30 or 40 minutes. I take a shower and then I eat breakfast and I get ready and I go to work. And then while I'm at work, I obviously have a to-do list of tasks that I have to do. But what I've learned is now that I don't have a commute because my commute to my office is about an hour. So now that I don't have a commute, I work 
earlier in the day. So instead of getting to my office by 9.30 or 10, I start working around 8 a.m. because I don't have to commute. So my routine now is wake up, take a shower, get ready, and go eat breakfast and then go to my office by 8 a.m. And that has allowed me like a different kind of routine, but it's something that I'm really starting to adjust to. And I don't think that I'd want to go back to my other routine because I don't have a commute anymore. So the routine kind of leads into tip number two, which is shower and get ready every day, no matter what. And it doesn't have to be like full glam. I definitely don't get into business casual clothes to go sit at my desk at my house. I wear leggings and like a comfortable shirt, but I try to put my contacts in and put some makeup on and kind of like brush my hair and like make it look cute. Not like glamorous, but just cute, you know, because this is one thing that I've learned. What if you have an impromptu video conference that your boss just schedules on your schedule and you didn't know about it the night before? That actually did happen to me. I was like, oh my God, I have an 11 a.m. call. I look like absolute crap. What am I going to do? And then I had to redo everything. I had to redo my whole morning. So now I structure that into my day. And not only do you like look better, but you feel better about yourself. You don't feel like so grungy. And if you accomplish nothing else during that day, you have accomplished taking a shower, which in my book is like huge. The third tip is take breaks and schedule those breaks into your routine. So my to-do list the night before is usually like, okay, morning routine and then conference call at 10 and then conference call at 11 and then work until noon. And then at noon, I go and run. And because it's springtime, it's usually like really nice outside by noon. It's not as cold as it is in the morning. So instead of working out in the morning, I go work out in the middle of the day, take a quick shower, eat some lunch, and then by one o'clock I'm back in. So that's like my technical lunch hour. Um, And then I schedule another break at two just to like play with my dog or take a walk or something with her really quick. Because if you think about it, like the number of times that my boss comes out of his office to talk to me about something in a day, those are breaks. Like those are times that I'm not super focused. And if I don't have anyone coming out of their office to chat with me, then I'm not scheduling any breaks and I'm working like super duper hard and staring at my computer screen for like ever. So if I schedule those breaks in, they usually equal the same number of breaks as I would be taking in a regular day at the office. And those breaks are super important for your brain. It's really hard to stare at your computer for many hours at a time. I definitely recommend blue blocker glasses. Um, I've been using blue blockers for a while, just like from head injuries and stuff like that. I just want to protect my brain. But it's really strenuous on your eyes to stare at blue light. So I would recommend those. You can get them on Amazon. I think Erin got us a pack of two for like $24 or something. And they're, they're super good for you. But anyways scheduling breaks into your day just kind of like relaxes you and if it's on your schedule you don't feel like you're wasting time which is super important so like oh two o'clock hits I gotta go take Nelly for a walk well if that's on my schedule then that's not me like not working that's a scheduled break that I have to take and I know that the number of hours that I'm working throughout the day will equal the same number of hours that I would be working in the office 
The fourth tip that I have is to create an actual space for yourself. In our house, we have a lot of people that are all working from home and the first couple of days were really, really stressful because all of us were like in the kitchen and working around the kitchen table and it got messy and papers started getting everywhere and it was just like, it was horrible and it caused a lot of anxiety for us. So then we decided that my mom should use her office, which she has an office and I don't know, I guess maybe she was just trying to spend time with us. I'm not really sure. But she needs to go to her office. Erin created a desk with my grandpa. He just was like, oh my god, I gotta make a desk. So he went over to my grandpa's house. They made a desk really quick in a day. And he brought it back over. And he put his desk in the basement. And then I put a desk. Actually, this was really sweet. My mom put a desk for me in the, the kitchen where there... We used to have like this little corner where there was like a workspace. And we got rid of it. And then... She was like, oh, we can put this desk back here. So my workspace is in the kitchen. So it's super nice because I have drawers to put all my papers in. I have a plug to plug my computer in. And everyone else is around the house, not in each other's way. The last piece of my work from home puzzle is to allow shutdown time at the end of the day. When I first started working from home I was like just working and working and working then we'd eat dinner and then I'd work some more and then we'd watch a movie and then I'd work some more and I ended up working for like 10 hours every day and it's super not good for anyone's relationship let me just tell you that right now but allow shutdown time so if you were gonna work until five in your office then turn your computer off at five and don't use it anymore and just let it sit there And it's really hard because sometimes there's unfinished business and you're like, oh, well, I can just go sit at my desk and get it done and it'll be fine. But in real life, before coronavirus, would you go back to your office after dinner to work? No, because you wouldn't want to drive there and you wouldn't want to, you know, be so far away from your family. And, you know, even though you're sitting in the house with your family, when you're working, you're still distancing yourself. And that was really hard for me to overcome because I was like, oh, I'll just like quickly just like whip out this email really quick. But it was wasting a lot of the time that I was fortunate enough to spend with my family. And so I had to schedule shutdown time. So at 5 p.m., we start cooking dinner and we eat dinner together and then we play like a game and then later if there's something that I want to work on I can go do it but after I've taken that three hour break I don't want to go back and do that anymore because I'm my brain is is distanced from work which is super good for yourself you know you don't want to like work and work and work and be that workaholic person because you're at home The best part about working from home is that you get to be with your family too and you don't have to have that commute. So taking time to shut down is super important and it's kind of like, have you ever heard of that science experiment where like they put a marshmallow in front of a kid and if you wait, you get more marshmallows, but if you don't want to wait, you can eat it. That's like how I feel with my computer. Like if I put it away for a while, then I can feel better about using it again but if I'm just like on it and on and on and I feel super guilty about working for hours on end that was a super long tangent on allowing shutdown time but Aaron and I have had multiple conversations about that because 
he's not really a technological person. He likes to like be outside and do dude stuff. And so when I'm on my computer or on my phone for long hours at a time, he's like, why don't you want to like hang out with me? And, and he's right. Like if he was on his computer and I was, or his phone for like days and days, I would be like, Hey, hello. Did you forget who I was? Like I'm your wife. And so it's been really nice for him to open up my eyes a little bit on like, you can take a break from work. You don't have to work all the time. Like work isn't that important. So I would definitely encourage that to be the number one tip about working from home. I hope that this has helped you organize your work from home life a little bit. Like I said earlier, it's super important that you're spending time with your family or your friends, even if it's via video chat. Um, I know that times are really tough right now. If you are struggling, I have an episode way, way back in the dungeon of Pajama Pack episodes that have some really cool resources for um, anxiety and depression. So I would encourage you to go listen to those. I think it's called um, School Anxiety College Edition. That's the Um, that's the episode that has all the resources in the show notes. So please listen to that if you feel so compelled and then check out the resources in the show notes. I encourage you to do something for yourself today. Please invest some time in yourself. Time is your most valuable currency. Go on a walk, do some yoga, take a class online, anything that you want to do. If you're interested in the a la carte options, um, please reach out to me. I will put the link to my website in the show notes and you can send me a message if you're interested in any of that. If money is a problem, this, you have my word, I will always find a way to get the resources to you. So if there's something that you want to work on, whether it be networking, a resume, cover letter, and you feel like it's incredibly urgent that you do it right now and you just don't have the capital, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. There's always a way. I, I want, I can't stress this enough. You can always make yourself better even if you don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to invest. I'm so excited to hear from some of the guests that we have this month to talk about this topic. Like I said, join the Bold Professionals Network on Facebook. Interact with those people. You never know, networking, you could land a new job. Um, I love you guys and I will talk to you next week. 